this summer. Your local movie theater transforms into a tent revival for sharing Jesus. Join believers nationwide for the Million Souls campaign, inviting unsaved loved ones to experience The Firing Squad, a new evangelistic movie starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. Witness the true story that made worldwide headlines, American prisoners discovering faith in Christ while awaiting execution for their crimes in a third world country, transforming their lives and the entire prison in the process. After the movie and before the credits roll, Kevin Sorbo will come on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. Visit FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how to get free tickets and more for your unsaved loved ones and become part of this unique event. Bring friends, family, and your faith. Learn more at FiringSquadFilm.com. That's FiringSquadFilm.com. I want to talk to you a little bit about our sponsor. It's Built Bar. Um, when you get your order of Built Bar, uh, you are going to feel like it is Christmas. You open the box, and it's just magic inside. Built Bars, something that my wife has been talking to me about for a long time, uh, but she f- she framed them as a protein bar that is really, really healthy. And I'm like, no. You got to know how to sell who your audience. Yeah, know who your audience is, babe. And she's, you know, she's like, it's really good for you and it's low calorie. Again, what are you saying? I know. She should have led with it's real chocolate and it tastes like cookies and cream. It tastes like chocolate chip mint. No aftertaste, nothing. It is so good and it's healthy for you. Uh, you got to try this protein bar. No. Try this candy bar. It's unbelievable. Uh, they've got a new code right now. It's uh, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Beck. Get $10 off your first order. It's promo code Beck at BuiltBar.com. You're going to love these. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Oh my! The CDC has given us guidelines on how we're supposed to behave this Thanksgiving. Golly gee, Wally, mom and dad are going to be really upset if we don't abide by all of those guidelines. Yeah, that's right. Who's with me? Yeah, nobody, nobody is going to abide by these stupid guidelines. We have that. We have an update on the recount and the case for uh, Donald Trump. We also have a sneak preview into what things might look like if Joe Biden becomes president. Oh, the battle has begun and we're geared up because it's Friday. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There's something about a business being family-owned and uh, fully geared toward the best interest of its customers that has always meant something important to America. Uh, And I think it may be even more in the coming months. The world of home loan options isn't always a friendly one, and navigating it can be really tricky. 
I was just talking to Dave Rubin, who just uh, bought a house last night. Uh, not last night. I was talking to him last night about buying a house. And uh, he said the banks in California were insane. He said I had to have certain amount down. So I do that. He said we get to two days before closing. And he said they said they call up and said, oh, we need, you know, another X number of dollars, uh, you know, uh, in your bank. Wait, what? Why didn't you tell me? He said they changed it from 20% to 25% down, and then then I had to have extra money. And he said they kept changing the deal the whole time. Banks are out of control, and I think that's going to get worse. You need somebody who is working for you. If you are trying to refi, buy a new home, uh, if you are looking to consolidate Get the people who is a family-owned and operated business. It's American Financing. They work for you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440-AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, org. Walking down... The dusty streets with nothing but my spurs on. Uh, Dave Rubin is. Wait, you only have your spurs that's, on? That's, that's all I'm wearing. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's very disturbing imagery. I know, well, because mm-hmm. I get slivers in my feet as I'm walking on those, right, those boards that yeah. are the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's a very strange town. Um, uh, Dave Rubin is coming up on today's show. Bill O'Reilly is going to be on the show. I did a podcast with Megan Kelly that was released last night. That is just fantastic. We have a lot prepared for you on this program. Uh, and having dinner with uh, Dave last night, he is, I mean, he is, I love him. Just love him. He has gone from a guy who was working with the Young Turks to this conservative warrior. He is fantastic, just fantastic. And he is very optimistic still about the election. Uh, And he kept saying, why would Donald Trump tweet this? And did you see his tweet yesterday? It was all in caps. Report, Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump voters uh, votes nationwide. Data analysts find 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States losing Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Now, I don't know who he was quoting, but that's the quote. Of course, it did have a it did have a Twitter uh, warning warning underneath. So it seems like he was uh, referencing an OAN report. Um, But again, we we keep talking about this, but it's it's clearly true. when the president has, you know, he's watching a news report and he's talking about the news report, which is fine. Yeah. But when he has information on this, he's going to file massive lawsuits about yeah. it. If Follow he, if the he litigation. Has, right. It's all that's all you really have to do on this stuff, because you can get thrown off by looking at the stuff on social media or even the news reporting. The bottom line is when the president has something, he's going to file a lawsuit that backs it up. And it'll be a very depressing day if it does, if he doesn't do that. It'll be a very depressing day because what we're looking for is uh, looking at is, you know, just the total destruction of the country. Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren uh, ran on the most progressive economic and racial justice platform in our country's history. 
she is uh, she's now saying that Biden needs to bypass Congress and unilaterally impose the progressive wish list. Uh, she is uh, saying here are the bold steps the new administration can take with without uh, uh, using the Congress and using existing legal authority. Cancel billions of dollars in student debt, giving tens of millions of Americans an immediate financial boost. Lower drug prices for millions by producing key drugs like insulin, uh, etc. Uh, uh, at low cost, using existing compulsory licensing authority that allows the federal government to bypass patents for pressing public health needs. So now she's she's, she's suggesting that the country that invented the patent if there was a patent for patents we would own it benjamin franklin it is the key that unleashes the free market it is the key that unleashes unleashes people's ideas it gives them hope that they will be able to profit over an idea these ideas that went from fire cooking things on fire to the electric stove to lights to cars all of that happened because of the patent people had these ideas but nobody would do it nobody wanted to do it because they knew the lord and the lady would take the the idea and steal it from them and all the lords and the we have lords and ladies now. We have princes and kings and royalty. It's called people in power. We have rulers now in America. You don't think that they're going to take your idea and make sure you're in poverty, but they're not? Of course, that's the story of human existence. And that's exactly what she's suggesting. There's patents on these things, and the United States government should just take those patents and make them themselves. So now you have the government making drugs. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. When one of these drugs goes bad, who's going to police it? Who's going to who's even going to report on it? You don't even have the press as a shield anymore. Anyway, so uh, lower the drug prices. Um, issue enforceable OSHA health and safety standards for COVID-19. Uh, so companies don't escape accountability for workplace conditions that expose workers to serious harm and even death. You're not going to have a business open in America. You will not have a business open in America. If you can hold the, the employers responsible for anybody who gets sick. By the way, could I just ask this question? Stu, help me out on this one. Sure. Um, New York and California, not really out of lockdown, are they? <laughs> barely. Okay, I mean, barely really out of lockdown. Yeah. I mean, nobody, I've seen all of the stores, you know, in New York and California. They're, pra- they're practically all of them are boarded up. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going anywhere in those two states. How is it that they're starting to have this huge second wave? How's that possible? They're all wearing masks. They all have mask mandates. Yeah. But How that, is that possible? Well, here's the thing. Mask mandates don't do much of anything. No, no, no. Uh, no, no the government. No, no, no. <laughs> no it's it's no. amazing. Even when It's funny because even when you look at the percentage of people using masks, the difference between mask mandate states and non-mask mandate states, there's very little difference between them. 
people wear them if they want to wear them and they don't if they don't. And the mandate, you know, government telling you who leads the government in this country. Is it us leading them or are they leading us? Oh, well, Fauci said it's time to do what you're told. (laughs) So he said Americans have this free entrepreneurial spirit, but now it's time to do what you're told. Look, what's what's happened uh, now twice in, in with this pandemic is when people get freaked out enough about it, they start changing their behavior and it goes away. That is what's happened already twice and mm-hmm. probably will happen here a third time mm-hmm. if people get really freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. If it stays at a level where people are, are, it's not hitting them really hard, then they probably won't. That's the way this is going to happen. It, it has nothing to do with what the government is telling everyone. Okay. They, they know, they, they know these steps. Everyone knows what you're yeah. supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. And, uh, but now we're going to have, if, if Elizabeth Warren gets her way, OSHA is going to get involved oh great uh she also says raise the minimum wage for all federal contractors to 15 dollars an hour that's sweet um Mm. center racial equity by building on biden and harris's commitment to establish a racial and ethnic disparities task force and collect and report COVID 19 data review all racial disparities in pandemic funding declare the climate crisis a national emergency didn't we say they would do that once they declare that a national emergency, they can do whatever they want. We become a dictatorship. Declare the climate crisis a national emergency and start marshalling resources towards addressing this challenge and restore the balance and competition by prioritizing strong anti-monopoly protections and enforcement. It is we are headed for a depression if these get done. A depression, and there and there's there's no way to you won't be able to go anywhere, do anything, make anything. I don't see how you know play, businesses can absorb another one of these things, unless you're just talking about printing money until oblivion. Now that may happen, they are, but that's going to make it worse in long term. That's why Bitcoin and gold are going through the roof. Yeah, they both are. Yeah, they're going through the roof because they know this is what they do. If you go to another lockdown, you are going to have you're going to you're going to with Biden's policies on top of it. You will destroy the U.S. currency. You will just inflate the money like crazy. And that's why gold is going up. That's I, I told you for months, please. And it's not too late. Look at gold. And, this is not a commercial. Look at gold and silver. Please, this is, we are looking at, we're looking at craziness. And by the way, if Biden turns on the left, they will turn on him hard. And you think we had riots before? You wait. They are not going to take this sitting down. Michael Moore has just said uh, that Joe Biden needs to embrace socialism and eliminate the electoral college and reject bipartisanship. Is that what you voted for, America? Is that really of the Democrats voted for that? Or were you just so lost in your anger that you didn't even look? You just didn't care who replaced Donald Trump. 
He said, you've stopped the madness. A grateful nation and myself are in a state of joy, hope and relief. Thank you for that. We're all eager to join with you to repair the damage done to our country and to eliminate that about our society and our politics, which gave us Donald Trump in the first place. Health care is a human right. No, it is not. The pursuit of health care is a human right. You, you don't manufacture rights. They're the rights that you come with when you're born because you're a human. It, God can't give you rights that, that he doesn't have control over. There's a government, government, and the private market. They're the ones that create health care. You have the right, because God gives you the right, to stand in line and either get well for your, by yourself, go to your doctor, your witch doctor, whatever you choose. You have that right to pursue it, but you don't have a right to someone else's business. They're pursuing trying to heal people. This is the, this is why the patent exists because it's a human right. You have a human right to this. No. They had a human right to pursue their happiness and what their happiness was was to go and get into medicine and to take their time. You are stealing people's time. Do you want their human right whatever it is you do? Do you want your job put down as a human right? So you're a mechanic and you work on cars. You know what? Having my car serviced is a human right. So you have to give me, you have to fix my car now because I have a right to it. They're just doing it in a different field. They're doing it with health care because it's easy to make that case. But once you make that case there, then housing is a human right. You're a construction worker. Congratulations. You are building me a house because I have a human right. And you have the skill so I can co-opt your labor. I can steal from you. I can tell you how much I'm going to pay you. You can't tell me how much you're going to build it for. I'm going to tell you how much you're going to build it for. And you're going to meet that because this is a human right. This is how it begins. God didn't develop Blue Cross Blue Shield. He created people. And people developed Blue Cross and Blue Shield. And they have a right to develop those things. And they have a right to operate it the way they feel they should operate it. The problem is, is the United States government gets involved every step of the way. And anybody who pays Congress enough will have a law written so they protect that company. Because they just gave us a lot of money. They're big supporters, and we don't really know about prescription drugs. We don't really know. You're not supposed to know. If you're in Congress, what you're supposed to know is the law of the land and the Constitution. That's your job. It doesn't say protect jobs, and I swear that I will protect. No, you take an oath to protect the United States Constitution. That's your job, period, what do you say you start doing it? Uh, I'm going to take these spurs off. I feel a little hot. Um, Patriot Mobile is our sponsor. We've woken up to a potential nightmare. The left 
could be on the brink of controlling the future of this nation. And they've been funded all this time by George Soros and big corporations. The giant corporations are all in bed. They're all in bed with this. Companies like Verizon, who took your hard-earned money when you paid your phone bill and used it to help put radicals in power. You want that? We have got to stick together. One of the reasons I am a proud partner with Patriot Mobile is they have never sent a dime to leftist causes. When, when you're not contributing to things like Planned Parenthood, uh, you feel better. You just feel better. You know, it's like, hi, I've got somebody. I'm actually writing a check to somebody who's giving me the same great service at a lower price, and they're not stabbing me in the back. Isn't that great? Why don't you switch to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call their U.S.-based customer service team, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders will save even more. So make the switch today. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. So uh, I've got to say again that I take back my apology uh, for calling uh, President Obama a racist and then saying, oh, no, that's not exactly right. He just has a deep seated uh, hatred for the the white culture. And everybody said, oh, my gosh, what is white culture? And I couldn't define it because I couldn't I didn't I didn't I didn't know critical race theory. It was difficult for you to define because it was actually the president's own words. Correct. Uh, he used the words white culture. Yes. In his own book. Yes. When he was, and, uh, but nobody will accept that. No still. one will accept no that. No one will accept that. But you're right. Critical race theory is a better description of what you were talking about. Yeah, it's exactly the description. Everything that is white or came from white people is bad. I don't know. That sounds like a deep-seated hatred. Well, I mean, of, yeah, I mean, think of how clear white fragility, how clear yep, that is clear. a, a vindication of that comment. Yep. Right. I mean, white fragility where even if you basically cannot avoid racism Ever. if you're white. Nope. You, every white person yep. is racist at yep. some level. No matter what. No matter what. And so, so like, I, I don't know how you would describe that as anything other than a deep-seated hatred for the white why? culture. Yeah. Right? Like, they're saying every white person is a terrible racist. So, here is the, uh, here's the interesting thing. He's got a new book out, Barack Obama. Uh, yeah, it's coming to the 17th. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. He says, our democracy seems to be teetering on the brink of crisis. Hmm. A crisis rooted in a fundamental contest between two opposing visions of America. Uh, what we are and what it should be. Yeah, that's true. One is Marxist. One is the founders. There are those who believe that it's time to discard the myth of American ideals because they've been secondary to conquest and racial caste systems uh, and rapacious capitalism in our society. Really? He then said, I think I was too tempered in addressing uh, the views on social faults while I was in office. Really Mm. too tempered. So we now know that while the president was in office, the jury was out with him on whether the American experiment is even worth or capable of surviving. That was a first in American politics. Good news. 
All the people that say they want to be in the uh, Biden administration, they all believe the same thing. But don't worry. You have a 77-year-old feeble guy who's going to be the guard at that gate. Congratulations. Uh, he'll be 79 when he takes office, Glenn. Seven. Mm-hmm. So it's a 79-year-old <laughs> feeble guy. This is the Glenn the Guardian Beck program. Okay. Uh, let me uh, let me just tell you about Relief Factor. If you are somebody who is in pain, I gotcha. I know. I know. I've been there. If you're somebody who has given up and say, yeah, I know. It's I'm just going to have to live the rest of my life like this. Been there. Done that. Get out of pain. I want you to try just one more thing, will you? Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It's not going to dope you up or anything else. It was developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Now, why? After a three-week quick start, they say 70% are going to be affected by this in a positive way. Maybe 30% don't. 70% of the people go on to order more after the trial period of three weeks. You don't do that unless it works for you. I want you to try it, please. You, you have very little. You have 20 bucks to lose. But you have your life to gain. Get out of pain now. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-583-84, And go over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Do it now. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It's a Friday, friends. Put your hands together and say amen. amen. Uh, there is a, there, there's a lot going on. I just wanted to go around the table. We're welcoming Pat Gray from uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, the podcast you can hear uh, wherever you get your podcasts. I love Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, me too, right? Yeah, it's great. It's That's great. what the people are saying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Many of them have said the self-same thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Pat's uh, joining us, and I just wanted to go around the table. What are you passionate about today? It's Friday. What's mm-hmm. the thing you want to get off your chest? How about the Biden COVID advisor calling for a month, month-long, maybe even a six-week lockdown? That oh, that's be it? necessary now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just six more weeks. They know this is what finishes off America. They know this will crush America. They've done a really good job of bringing us to the brink of absolute, total, and complete disaster. And another six-week lockdown is exactly what the doctor calls for so that they can build back better (laughs) and bring on the socialist garbage that they're trying to bring on. You know, well, Dr. Fauci just said that America has an independent spirit, but now is the time to do what you're told. That's a quote. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I did not hear that. I, I thought he was... Didn't he say something against the lockdown, though? Didn't he say yeah, we he, don't yeah. need a lockdown? He said, yeah, those are off the table. They haven't really yeah. been on the table since March or April. But Well, they're back on the table now. It does seem... Yeah, well, He's, not with Biden, and they certainly seem they're to They're on the table. Yeah. yeah. Well, then, can I go to the things that I am... Uh, the, the thing I'm passionate about today... Uh, the uh, Thanksgiving COVID regulations. Oh, these are great. Okay. All right. Um, Gatherings that include more than three households are prohibited. 
I want to invite people I don't even know now. Uh, This includes everyone present, including hosts and guests. The host should collect names of all of the attendees and contact information in case contact tracing is needed later. Screw you. Uh, Gatherings that occur outdoor are significantly safer than indoor gatherings. Well, I'm going to do that. Yeah, everybody who lives in Montana everybody. and Michigan is going to be outside for Thanksgiving dinner. You know that's going to happen. Attendees may go inside to use restrooms as long as the oh, restrooms are frequently sanitized. Well, <laughs> Jeeves is going to be doing that at our house. Um, for any gatherings permitted under this guidance, the space must be large enough so everyone at a gathering can maintain at least a six-foot physical distance from others. Well, that's great because I, you know, I know, I know at my house, you hear this all the time. Could somebody, could you, could you pass the potatoes, please? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. Uh, Gathering should be two hours or less. Right. Mm -hmm. People at gatherings may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink. As long wow. as they stay six feet away from everyone outside I their own household. I think you should cut a hole where the mouth is and not <laughs> and just jam it in your in the hole. There. It's a little risky. There, Did you Pat. see? I think it, you just push the mashed potatoes through the mesh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see right. the the new device that uh, that is is letting families come together now? Uh, could we could we roll oh, this, please? Yeah, this, this is, is good. This is wonderful. There's. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> It's a big plastic sheet. And they put their arms through it with armholes so that they can hug each other through the plastic. Right. And look, look, like the COVID's not coming down from underneath the plastic covering. It's not all the way down even. Look at that. It's not it's not like a room. It's plastic between them on two poles. Look at that. Stupid. And everybody's like, this is the greatest oh. thing. Ever. No, it's not. The kids are saying, like, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like uh, that scene from Naked oh, Gun where they're both gosh. like making, they're wearing full body condoms. <laughs> that is like really what it looks like. Oh, it's so stupid. It is just so stupid. So, uh, so I'm, I'm just saying that I'm going to invite as many people as I can to my Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if uh, if I could find a way to have people from forty different households, mm-hmm. you I'm would. going to. I'm going to have eighteen hundred people at my house. Really? Yeah. Are you really? Yeah, I don't have room for you them. You only have like be... three hundred and fifty square feet. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Jam <laughs> them all in. Uh, what I am passionate about is this uh, charade we are being uh, shown by the Democrats. In this really angry battle between Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Joe Manchin. What you see here, guys, is that Joe Manchin, he's just not going to stand for all this socialism. He won't go along with it, everybody. Believe him. And AOC, she's very upset. And they tweeted out this photo of AOC looking very angry at Joe Joe Manchin because he tweeted about how he didn't want to defund the police and... How he didn't want to end the filibuster. Well, I am so glad there is one person in the Democratic Party that will cross those lines and is brave enough to stand against all those crazy policies. This is what's driving me nuts. And it's actually conservatives are driving me nuts on this. 
every piece of conservative analysis I've seen on this is like, well, <laughs> I can't buy AOC's getting it in her face, huh? I, uh, she's really upset. Oh, man, she's, she, she's upset. Good for Joe Manchin for coming out and stopping this. Guys, <laughs> this is theater. Yeah. They are going, they are trying to convince the voters of Georgia that are terrified of socialism but would consider maybe voting for a Democrat. Maybe they voted for Joe Biden, but they don't want the Democrats to have all the control. They're trying to send a message that it'll be okay. You have Joe Manchin there to stop all the bad things. So it's okay to, to elect both Democrats because at the end of the day, when they try to pack the court, uh, Joe Manchin will be there to stop it. He just said he wasn't going to vote for it. Guess what, guys? When they need Joe Manchin's vote, he will be there to vote for the Democrats. They will strip on a step on his throat like nobody's business he he will be there when when you need the 50th vote joe manchin is there when when you only when you have 51 already yeah sure he votes for the for the for the more sane option because he's in west virginia that donald trump wins by 60 points Mm -hmm. the the bottom line is when it comes down to the court packing vote, Joe Manchin will say, well, I've said it before. I was against court packing. But you know what? This Donald Trump court is a step too far. <laughs> we need to fix this for the American people. And everyone will go, oh, my gosh, we were idiots. We who should have never the, voted for those Democrats. Who was the Democrat, that last Democrat uh, for Obamacare? That wasn't going to go, wasn't going to go, wasn't going to go. Oh, then the, because it, of the abortion thing. That, yes, right? yeah. it was in the House. Of, yeah, yeah. The house. Yeah. And they said, we're uh, going to yeah. stop that. And he's like, yeah, they said they were going to stop it. Right. So I'm <laughs> for this now. This one time. I know yeah. I said I'd never vote for public funding of abortion. But, I, but they promised. So everything's oh, okay. I'll go along. Gosh. And then where is he? First of all, he's out of Congress. But also we have, we're stuck with Obamacare because of it. Never mm-hmm. believe these people. People. I love this. They lie to you every time. We always seem to say things like, you know, what I think John Roberts is doing yeah. is he's, <laughs> he's got, got a this, master plan. He's been he's got this master plan. This, and it's a very long. You won't know for until he's like <laughs> 97 years old. But he's just luring them into this trap. We 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 yep. give these guys the benefit of the doubt and we come up with these. He's playing a game. It's a whole thing, and everybody is involved it's a in trap. it. Trap, right? But they don't. When <laughs> when the when the Democrats are saying, "Oh my gosh, he's not going to vote for packing the court." That's outrageous. <laughs> I'm here because I'm going to save Nell, who's been tied to the railroad tracks, <laughs> and we buy it. Oh, I know. It's like mm-hmm. AOC is not mad at Joe Manchin. She is playing her part. Anyone who is worried about AOC sees AOC's mad at this. I guess I can vote for Democrats because Joe Manchin. I mean, look at AOC's all pissed off. She's not pissed off. She's trying to convince you to elect Democratic senators. That's what she's doing. So let me go back in the time machine to a time when nobody remembers. I think we all uh, read by candlelight. Uh, and there were no there was no progress in this country at all back all the way to 2008. Uh, here's uh, one of the Democratic candidates in the uh, for the Senate in Georgia, Warnock. Here's what he said about Jeremiah Wright. Listen, do you embrace uh, Re- the Reverend Wright? And let me focus on the, the sound bites for lack of better words. But certainly he has said things like GD America 
Um, and the things that he said, you know, the critical things, even of Senator Clinton never having to grow up and, you know, just a personal attack on her. Do you embrace that? Is that something you would do, sir, in your church? We celebrate uh, Reverend Wright in the same way that we celebrate the truth-telling tradition of the black church, mm. which uh, when preachers tell the truth, very often it makes people uncomfortable. Mm. And I think that the country has been done a disservice by this constant playing over and over again of the same sound bites outside of context. And we've seen this before. Sometimes we are miseducated by playing the sound bites of people whom we, whom we appreciate and adore. Martin Luther King Jr., for example. But Absolutely. here's the problem, is that, is that the media is being criticized for using sound bites of Reverend Wright and taking it out of context. Things that are rather stunning and shocking to many Americans who hear him, if not most Americans. Here's the problem. Apparently they bother Senator Obama enough now because apparently he's now disavowed these, quote, sound bites. So it's almost, you know, so we think there's a little bit more there because apparently even Senator Obama does. Sure. Well, well, Senator well, Obama is, well, is doing what he should do. He's running for president. And Jeremiah mm. Wright is doing what he should do. He is a preacher and a so, prophet. Oh, he's oh, a wow. preacher and a prophet. Oh, wow. my. So, you know, here's, uh, wow. here's the only way any of Reverend Wright's uh, comments could be taken out of context and mean something that was okay is if every one of his comments uh, stated, you know, I would be an I would just condemn myself for being the world's biggest liar if I said AIDS was something that the government came up with to harm the black man. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Right? There's, there's, no, there's no context that those work unless it is a repudiation of right. that yep. right before, which it's not. That is the kind of candidate they're running in Georgia. If you don't think they'll pack the court, if you don't mm. think your kids will constantly be taught that if they're white, they're racists. If you don't think all of this stuff is coming, you are sadly, sadly mistaken. And we've got to reach out to our neighbors who m- may have just voted for Biden because they thought, well, he's going to be f- that t- the teetering old man that it's just kind of. Doesn't seem like where he knows what room he's in. He's going to be fine. And he's not going to go for all of this progressive stuff. Uh, you get you lose the Senate races in Georgia in January and we lose the nation. All right. Thank you, Pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. Or you can watch his show here on Blaze TV right before this one. Still to come, Mr. Bill O'Reilly, Megan Kelly, and uh, Dave Rubin. Stand by. So today's your last day to take advantage of Simply Safe's huge holiday sale. Keep your family and your property safe from intruders throughout this holiday season with 30% off any Simply Safe season uh, system. And you're going to get a free security camera with it as well. So don't settle for less than the best. The best is at your fingertips. Simply safe. State of the art, easy to install. Uh, and uh, it's won all kinds of awards. And you could set it up in about a half an hour. And the Simply Safe security specialist, they'll take over from there, monitoring your home around the clock and ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm. 
uh, far from costing you an arm and a leg. You're only going to have to pay 50 cents a day for that monitoring. It's uh, 30% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera today by visiting simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. This deal expires today. Simplysafebeck.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. Hey, uh, I want to remind you that uh, Mercury One has just uh, announced the American Journey Training Center, which is has the largest library now of pre-1830 documents, along with wall builders. Uh, we have more founding documents than anyone besides the National uh, uh, Archives and the Library of Congress. We are adding to that the largest collection in the world of pre-1776 pilgrims and uh, first settlers uh, here in America from, I think, 1550 to 1776. It'll be the largest collection. And we are digitizing all of it. We are going to be putting things out and we're doing classes now. They will be free for you. If you want to see them, they'll be if you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you'll get those. Um, it, it, you know, we're going to post them at Mercury for free as well. Uh, I think they'll be on YouTube. We just want to know if you want to take them in person. Yeah, we're brave enough to do that. Wow, that's crazy. If you want to take them in person, the first classes, that's three days. Uh, the first class is my family. I'm going to be taking it with my family. I also teach some of it, but uh, I, I, my kids need this. I think your kids, maybe you need this. And it will challenge everything you think you know. And it will show you what the truth is using original documents. If you would like to attend or you just want to be notified when it is out for you and your family to, to watch uh, and participate virtually, Please just go to the front page of mercuryone.org, mercuryone.org, and sign your family up at least just to be notified for it. Again, it's free, and uh, we invite everyone to uh, take it with us and, uh, and begin to learn the truth. Anybody can say they have the truth, but when you actually own the documents— and I can show you all of the evidence of who we really are, what they really said. And then you have access to those documents so you can make the same case and you'll know how to argue for the principles of America. It can change things. And uh, the first one we hope will happen before Christmas. But because of the election, we're not sure if not at Christmas time or before Christmas. It will happen just after. Uh, make sure you go to mercuryone.org and sign up now. It's mercuryone.org free. And you can watch it virtually with your family and participate and learn more than you ever learned. In three nights, you will learn more than you ever learned in all of your history classes combined. I guarantee it. All right. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. Let me tell you about 
uh, Rectech. This is a gr- just a great grill, just a great grill and smoker as well. It does everything for you. Um, it's not sold in stores, and that's why they can make something that is so far and above anything else you're going to find on the market. I want you to A-B uh, compare. I, I wish wish you could either come over to my house or, or you could go to a store and you could sit it right next to whatever the best grill is in whatever store you're looking. It will, it, I mean, it just smashes them into dust because they don't have to pay Home Depot, you know, their their share of that they go directly to you and so they put all of that money into this grill it is smart grill technology uh touch of a button your food can be started uh, from an app you're not even in the house i mean it's fantastic this is perfect if you happen to be doing your thanksgiving outside 45 feet away from everyone exactly you can just use your rectech grill yeah and all you need is like some sort of a uh, souped up toaster that will just shoot the turkey <laughs> at people anyway rectech Find it now, uh, Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. What you're about to hear... Is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. It's Friday. We have Dave Rubin on today, Megan Kelly, and yes, the one and only Mr. Bill O'Reilly, because it's Friday, the always effervescent and uh, just kind, humble. Bill O'Reilly with his take at what the hell is happening to America. That comes up in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I did mention it's Friday, right? We have the new X chairs here in the studio, which means we're already comfortable uh, sitting here, you know, three hours out of the day. It is the most comfortable ergonomic office chair out there. It's not your spare kitchen chair. It's not the garage sale hand-me-down. It's not something you're finding, uh, you know, at Office Max. The X chair. If you're working from home, get one of these. If you are in an office and you're in charge, get these for the employees. Now, it's already comfortable, but they've just introduced the XHMT from X chair. It stands for Heat and Massage Therapy. And it attaches to the back of the X chair. And I swear I'm using it right now, uh, but I am surprised that I don't sound like this. Um, and I'm glad I don't because I can use it while I'm on the air. It provides heat massage technology right to your body's core. Uh, it helps increase the blood flow, muscle recovery. And most importantly, it helps boost your energy. This is uh, this is the greatest chair ever. And now you can get the XHMT. Uh, at xchair.com. I want you to see that the, the chair is on sale now for $100. Go to xchairbeck.com. That's the letter X, the word chairbeck.com. Or call 844-4X-CHAIR. 844-4X-CHAIR. They have a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase if you want for as little as $30. Plus, if you go to xchairbeck.com right now, you'll see all of the other products that uh, go with the chair. And if you use the promo code XWHEELS, you'll get free X-Wheel blade casters on your chair. It's xchairbeck.com. 
she bill o'reilly is there anything to discuss this week i mean it's been a slow news week huh uh, I've been busy, Beck, but you know, I am a very hard-hitting journalist, um, well, and I have been very busy accumulating information and mm-hmm. disseminating opinion that is beyond reproach. Okay, well, we didn't find anything in the news to talk about this week, but we're, you know, we're goof-offs. Um, Bill, first, let's start with the uh, challenge to the final tally. Does, yeah. does Donald Trump have something? Is he? Does he have a chance of turning this around, or is it Biden? Do you think uh, Biden's got a ninety percent chance of being certified uh, in December? I think it's December twelfth. That's yeah, thirteenth. I think thirteenth. Thirteenth. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Um, because the only thing that could change the circumstance now. Remember, Biden won by. 5 million popular votes. But it's interesting. If you take California out of that, and, and California, I don't know really whether they're still a part of America. Or no, not. no. Okay. Um, but if you take it out, it's a dead heat. And 79% of American counties voted for Trump. Uh, that's amazing. So... Donald Trump is angry and his people are looking for a way to stop the Biden train. The only way that could possibly happen is that the Supreme Court said that Pennsylvania, state of Pennsylvania, violated its own law and counted votes past Election Day when it should not have. And if the Supreme Court stayed the vote count in Pennsylvania, that would throw everything into chaos, even though even though Joe Biden would still have more electoral votes um, than Trump and would be over the limit, except for Arizona. So Arizona's 11 electoral votes just today, the Associated Press, they are so on it, aren't they, the Associated oh, Press? No, they, no, they're great. Yeah. Um, they said, okay, well, we think... That uh, that Biden won. I think it was a mistake for the state of Arizona to outsource the vote count to the Sunstroke Elementary School <laughs> in Tucson. I, I I don't think that was a wise decision. Really? Yeah. Well, those kids the at kids, Sunstroke kids Elementary are. Shot. Yeah. The kids, they, they really, but they all had to be home by two thirty. <laughs> right. So, right. We still don't have a, a full count, and I think there's only 9,000 vote difference. I, it, it, there's some votes that are on cactuses. They have to take them off, and that's hard. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little chaotic. But to be serious, if, if Pennsylvania, if they don't get a stay of the vote there by the Supreme Court, then Biden's the guy. Uh, the, are you following the Dominion voting system thing yeah i i am but back as you and i know courts federal courts are not going to get involved with all of this other stuff they're just not um yeah uh, was there a screw up in in uh, the computer counting of course there was and does it happen all the time yes it does at i don't know what level i want to know i'd like to know all of this fraud stuff uh, and and stuff that didn't count the votes accurately, but the the judges who are that's where it is now in the judges' hands. They're not going to respond to it. He said, she said, well, this might have happened. We're not sure. That's not going to happen. 
tell me what happened uh, at the Pentagon this this week. Uh, Trump, it, it was called near total decapitation of Pentagon yeah. leadership. Tell me what happened. Well, according to Martha Raddatz, the chief security correspondent at ABC News, you know her, right? Yeah, sure. All right, I work with her in Boston. Excellent reporter, and okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that facetiously or sarcastically. Okay. But according to her, so Trump is getting ready to uh, mobilize the U.S. military to keep him in office. <laughs> Shut up. That's actually what she implied on ABC News, and they wonder why nobody watches them. The network news numbers, their ratings, last week and the most important week of the year, were down dramatically. Go to BillOReilly.com. We have all the facts there. But anyway, um, Trump is a vindictive guy. He's a vindictive guy, and he's, he's, it's like uh, the baptism scene in Godfather 2. No, in the, in the first Godfather, in the first Godfather. The baptism scene. Yeah. Uh, where the Barzini family and everybody else gets whacked. <laughs> so Trump knows he's not going to be there. He knows he's going. So all the people he feels betrayed him are going to get fired. So you you feel he knows he's he's leaving. There's uh, no question he knows. All right. So then what is, you know, the Axios came out yesterday, said that he is going after Trump with his own uh, digital cable network. Uh, no, 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 no. You just misspoke back, and I'm not, and we all do it. I'm not mocking you. So Axios, that powerful news agency that everybody yeah, really, I know, really right. impressed by. Right. So they say that Trump is going to leave the White House and then form a digital news service to damage the Fox News Channel um, where he believes he was betrayed. That was the report. So it's right? a it's a, a, a product against uh, what is that Fox Nation? Yeah, but it's basically aimed at Rupert Murdoch. Um, <laughs> so is that true? Could be. There are guys running around, and they've called me. I don't know if they've called you, but they should. Uh, and they say, hey, O'Reilly, uh, we're going to do a big news service. It's going to be digital. I don't even know what that is, by the way. No, it sounds good, but I have no idea what that is. Um, <laughs> and we're going to pay Internet. you, like, <laughs> so much money. There's going to be a dump truck. Come up to your front lawn and dump it on your lawn. That's how much money we're going to give you. So sign this paper. <laughs> So they can come to me with that. And I go, I don't know. I have BillOReilly.com. I got radio. I got all kinds right. of stuff. So when you get actual contract, come back and I'll take a look at it. So Trump is involved with that. And I know these guys have approached him to do whatever. I don't know what he's going to do. But it makes sense because Donald Trump's addicted to the spotlight. It's not like he's going to get down to Mar-a-Lago in Florida and, you know, putt all day long. He's not. Well, I think that's something. That's why uh, I think people around him are fearful that they're just, I mean, they're going to be raked over the coals. Uh, they wouldn't be surprised if, if, you know, they came after the family after they left. You know, there's people that say he should go to jail, blah, blah, blah. We've never done that. But these guys are very, very vindictive and they oh. hate them. So he's he's got to either be taken out uh, because he's going to be he's going to be in the spotlight. He's not going away. No. And the attorney general in New York, 
is going to go after him. There's no doubt about it. Letitia James, remember that name. She's going to go after him. For what? Charge him with everything. Okay. For uh, what? Like what? Like what? Uh, dodging taxes. <laughs> um, going down Fifth Avenue and uh, taking a left on a one-way street. Yeah, anything. They'll do anything to get him in New York, which is why he moved out of New York, because he knows it's coming. But I don't think that's going to be so significant. I think that Donald Trump, when it, the shock, and it is the, the man is shocked. He I think thought he was going to win by a lot. 70% of a country, them, 70% of the country is yeah, in shock. a lot of people, but I told my audience COVID could defeat him, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. With no COVID, Trump would have beaten Biden two to one because of the economy. But COVID threw everybody into chaos, scared a lot of people, and when you're terrified, you have a tendency to vote for somebody else, and maybe I'm not going to be terrified if this guy gets in, whatever it may be. So we have a system where Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is stunned that he lost, and he's angry. So anything could happen, and he could lash out anywhere, anytime. And it's going to be a fascinating six months to watch what happens to him. Any doubt that uh, Pfizer held this news till after? Of course they held it back. Yeah. It's so corrupt. And, uh, and again, I mean, Trump's sitting there going, you know, I signed a $1.2 billion contract with Pfizer. That's federal money. And they hose me like this. And you know Why? Because Trump wanted to drive down pharmaceutical drug prices mm-hmm. in America and have them match Canada and all the other countries. So the farms got ahead and said, we got to get this guy out of there. So, Bill, so what happened was Pfizer knew by the end of August that they had something. And so they fast-tracked it. And by early October, mm-hmm. they had the data that they would present to the uh, FDA. Um, and they sat on it and put in a big safe and said, you know what? I don't think we're going to do this because it would help Trump. And then one week after the vote, the guy who can't really speak English very well, the CEO of Pfizer, comes out. Well, I think we didn't hold it back. Yeah, OK, fine. Beck, we live in a corrupt country. So here's what I want to know. Can somebody I mean, Donald Trump was under attack. He is he was rocky. I mean, he was outmatched for the the competition, yet he just kept swinging and swinging and swinging. He won the presidency. Then they just pummeled him the entire time. I've never seen such an array of global forces coming against one guy. He he stood. It's miraculous that it was this close, quite honestly. I don't think anyone else would have even been close as Donald Trump uh, is or was uh, to a second term. And yet uh, he he didn't he didn't make it because everything was stacked against him. So that that begs the question, if he can't do it, can anyone fight this? That's an interesting question. Number one, he would have won, as I just said, if covid had not decimated the country but wait a minute wait a minute let me let me take a break wait 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 wait. let me talk to you about wait let me talk to you about covid then because i'm not convinced covid 
uh, required everything that we have done. We have. Right. That's another. That's another debate. Let's keep your eye on the on well, your. Well, but it does. Hang on. Give me one minute. I'm going to come do a commercial, and then I'm going to come back because it is the same point. Back in one minute. All right. Uh, our sponsor this half hour is Raycon. If you're shopping for the holidays, may I suggest you get your kids Raycon earbuds, so they will stop stealing yours. Uh, I I personally don't like. I've had clips. Uh, earbuds, which are great. I've had the Apple AirPods. Uh, they're okay. Uh, I, I've I've lost multiple pairs, and it's not because I lost them. It's because oh, Dad, I borrowed your really. Where where's the other one? Anyway, um, may I recommend you get Raycon? These are the earbuds that I use, uh, and they are they're fantastic, fantastic. They've got lots of bass. They have really good sound quality. They have enough volume to them. I, I just, I hate the Apple products. I just hate the Apple products um, because they're overpriced. The, the, the AirPods are really uncomfortable, I think. They fall out of your ears. Not so with Raycon. So if you're looking for something for you, get Raycon. Get the wireless earbuds. The E, what is it? The E25s. Um, you can find them on their website at buyraycon.com slash Beck. You'll save up to 20% off when you buy them. If you go to buyraycon.com slash Beck, um, it, may I suggest you buy two pairs. They're half the price of everything else. Um, so th- th- get two pairs or how many kids you have. Give them to your kids. You get a pair too. Give them to your kids so they won't lose yours. They'll lose theirs. Merry Christmas, kids. This is the last this is the last pair you get. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. 10 second station ID. Bill O'Reilly, who has uh, written a new book, Killing Crazy Horse, which has been on the bestseller list now for, I don't know, six six weeks or so. Um, ten weeks. Ten weeks. Uh, Come on, back. Really? And you still haven't read the book. Oh, my God. I'm coming to your house. I sent you that book free. No, no. I, you have to read it. No, I, I read it, horse. Bill. It was really good, and I hardly endorse it. I didn't get your stupid oh, yeah. free book, so you, I'm, you're making me give pay me, for give, it. Give Killing Crazy Horse the same treatment you gave the earbuds. Yeah. Tell every kid in the world to buy the to buy my book, which is like the earbuds. Yeah, buy Killing Crazy Horse because your kids will come and steal it and then lose it. There you go. Oh, very good. Dad. All right, Thank so, you. Um, Bill, have yes. you done your homework yet from the World Economic Forum on the Great Reset? No. Okay. You need to do that. Just go to the economicforum.org. It sounds absolutely crazy, but when you start doing your research, this is very well planned, organized, and all of the Davos people are behind it. People in our treasury, uh, uh, people that are surrounding uh, Joe Biden, uh, including uh, uh, J- John Kerry. I mean, it's well organized. All right, I'll look at it. Okay, so I'll the great reset investigators hey, on it. But uh, ben, hang on, you wait, would you? Really good for the love of God, wait, wait. Good. So I'm yeah. writing a book on that. I'll send you an. I'll send you something. It's just a rough draft. I'll send it so it'll save you time. But this, it, it, this is part of the COVID thing, and they need to 
um, reset the economies of the world. They're going to rebalance and reset. They're resetting into something called shareholder capitalism, which is just national socialism. It is a truly frightening thing that is well on the path. I believe that COVID was it was a easy excuse and they just keep ramping it up and keep telling us we got to close down. We got to shut down. They are destroying the economy. I think Donald Trump uh, was played on a lot of this. Well, wait a minute. Um, um, first of all, please send me that. You always say you're going to send me stuff and it never arrives. Because I am interested in this economic reset. Okay. But what my primary job is, is to report day to day. You're the big picture genius. I'm just a little guy who reports the truth day to day on BillOReilly.com. And I know this. Had there been no virus from China, Trump would have been reelected. Absolutely true. Okay? Yep. So... When people talk about conspiracies, fraudulent vote counts, all of that, we should investigate all of it Mm -hmm. and find out the validity to the allegations. The people on CNN and the left-wing media, the New York Times, the Washington Post, that don't want that investigation are working against the country. Yes, they are. Okay. So now what do we do? What do Americans do? Well, you've got to be alert. That's number one. So we're going to have Biden in there. I don't think Biden, you're even going to see him, Beck. I know. He's going to go from his basement in Wilmington, Delaware, to the basement in the White House. It's a better basement in the White House. (laughs) But you're not going to see him. Once in a while, they'll trot him out like weekend at Bernie's, and he'll wave. It'll be a photo op. You're not going to have press conferences, many. He's not going to do anything. And so the Democrats are going to try to consolidate their power. I don't know how they're going to do that, but I'm on it. I'm watching. All right. And then in two years, I think the economy is going to go down a little bit in the USA. I think the Republicans are going to take the House. They're just a few seats away now. So all of this could work to the benefit of America. I think the Senate will be 52-48 um, uh, Republican. I hope the Georgians so. will win. The All right, GOP okay. Georgians. So then, hang on just a sec. Let's go to Georgia uh, and that vote, and also the people surrounding Joe Biden in just a this minute. is the Glenn Beck Program. More with Bill O'Reilly and uh, the uh, author of uh, some crazy horse book that you should that you should check out. I'm not going to, but at the end of the day, there is nothing in the world quite like falling into a comfortable bed, laying your head on a comfortable pillow, looking for a good book to read, man. If I could just think of a good book to read, drifting off then to see the Sandman for yet another night's beautiful sleep. That's what I do. I've had a much easier time doing it since Mike Lindell came along and revolutionized the way I sleep. First, my pillow, then the sheets, unbelievable the giza dream sheets i sleep like a log giza dream sheets are um, still buy one set get one free they're soft they're durable they're the most comfortable thing you'll ever sleep on it gets softer every time you wash them this is the best cotton in the world giza cotton mypillow.com click on the new radio listener specials and check out the two-for-one low price on the giza dream sheets plus free shipping 
Find deep discounts on all other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK, MyPillow.com. And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 30 bucks off your subscription. And don't forget to subscribe to BillOReilly.com as well. More with him next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. Glad you're here. Uh, we're with Bill O'Reilly. Bill, I, I want to get to Georgia here in a second, but you were talking about how this could be good if we win Georgia. Um, that, that, that This could be okay if Biden gets in. However, there's all kinds of th- things uh, like the tax agenda. Uh, they're now saying that they're going to try to push these things through, even if they don't have the uh, Senate. He'll just start taking executive action. Um, Michael Moore is calling now for Biden to embrace socialism and to do all these things and reject bipartisanship. He's always crazy. But then you have Warren saying bypass Congress and unilaterally impose several things. Uh, Cancel billions of dollars in student loan debt, lower drug prices by by the government bypassing patents. Uh, issue enforceable OSHA health and safety standards for COVID-19 so giant companies don't escape accountability for workplace conditions. Uh, raise the minimum wage, $15 an hour. Uh, center uh, racial equity by building on Biden and Harris's commitment to establish a racial and ethnic disparities task force by collecting and reporting COVID-19 data and looking at the racial disparities. Uh, declare the climate crisis a national emergency to start marshalling resources. Uh, wow. And those are things he can do just with executive order. Uh, is this Michael Moore? Uh, who, who's saying all this? Elizabeth Warren. Oh. Who's angling okay. to be our so treasury you really secretary. Want, you want the real story or? Yeah, go or, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the most powerful man in the United States. Mitch McConnell. Is Mitch McConnell. All right. And Mitch, if you look at his body language, oh, he's having a great time. He's having a good time because he's the guy. And any expenditure by the federal government of U.S. tax dollars has to be okayed by the legislature. That's the House and the Senate. Has to be started in the House and then passed to the Senate. Right. You can't have a president saying, you know what? I'm going to take this money and do this. If so, we would have a border wall from Brownsville to San Diego. That's what frustrated Trump. He couldn't get the money to build a big wall. So all this is BS, hyperbola. It's all nonsense. Mm. Supreme Court, uh, they would challenge it. Court's going to rule against the uh, crazy loons. And so I'm not worried about any of that. All right. So what I see going forward is that Joe Biden, he doesn't want to be in the league with Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, Ocasio Cortez, they don't want to be in that in that league because he knows the American people don't want these people. They don't want far left. So Biden, he's going to do what he's told to do, but the people that he has selected to help him run the White House are not crazy loons. So they'll lip service it, but they don't want to lose the House back. The left will go out of their mind. 
The right. left will go out of their mind. Let them. But the Democratic Party, they're right on the edge of losing the House of Representatives. And if that happens in two years and the Senate stays Republican, then Biden is a lame duck. He gets nothing done. Now, he can overturn the DACA deportations by executive order. He could do some things. Oh, he can um, absolutely he can, say new OSHA rules for COVID-19, which he, would just destroy that, business. He's got, up, he's, it's, he's, it's he's up to the states to enforce the rules. So you got to understand that COVID, you know, if, let's say a very simple example that everybody is concerned about. So Biden comes out and says, I'm going to sign an executive order that says you got to wear a mask every second that you're out of your house. And here it is. Here's my order. I'm signing Joe Biden. I'm the president. Mm-hmm. Well, number two hours later, it would be put into the federal system. And a judge in Texas, because that's where it would be filed, would put a stay on the order. Two hours. That's all it would take the conservative Republicans to challenge. The stay would stop the mask mandate in its tracks. And then it would litigate into the Supreme Court, fast track it, okay? And six to three, they would rule that Biden does not have the authority to do it. That it's a state thing, all right? The states control public health. And that's true. Yeah, it is. So all of this stuff that hype up talk radio and cable news and all of that, if you step back, and you look at the brilliance of the founding fathers and how they put into play checks against madness, the Ocasio-Cortez and Warren, they can run around in short pants all day long and scream and jump up and down, and CNN can go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen. I hope you're right. Uh, I always am, Beck. When have I been wrong? Oh, my gosh. I I was wrong. In sending you a free copy of Killing Crazy. You didn't send it. (laughs) You didn't send it. You didn't send it. All right. Uh, I've got a uh, whole box of old Bill O'Reilly books he's been sending you, and I've just been storing them. I'm going to go on eBay. So, Bill, Obama's coming out with a new book, and he says in it, jury's still out on whether American democracy can work. (laughs) I can't wait to see his thing on 60 Minutes on Sunday. Number one... It'll be a smooch fest. Yes. And I want everybody who saw the Leslie Stahl, Donald Trump interview to compare how 60 Minutes is going to treat Barack Obama. I understand that he, when he walked into the room to be interviewed, there were people with fawns fanning him yeah. on each side. But I don't know if they're going to show that. That might be edited yeah, out. You won't see the rose petals on the floor either. Um, right. Let me ask you about the new COVID uh, rules. Uh, the new COVID rules about Thanksgiving. You can't have more than three households at the table. That includes you. Uh, you can, you know, you have to stay. Everybody has to be six feet apart from each other. It's the, the yeah. CDC COVID rules. You're going to live by any of those? Well, I've invited Andrew Cuomo to my house for Thanksgiving. <laughs> We're still awaiting uh, an RSVP yeah. from the governor. Yeah. And if he does come, and I hope he does, I'm putting him in the garage. <laughs> all right? So we're going to all eat in the dining room, and it's in a little fire, turkey. He's getting a turkey sandwich in the garage. 
Okay. So knowing, and look, I'm not making light of this because I believe this is a vicious, horrible, dangerous virus. And I tell people, look, err on the side of caution. Don't be an idiot. But my immediate family, they'll be here for Thanksgiving. Um, we usually, and I'm very fortunate because everyone wants to social distance from me. Right. So I don't have any, nobody so, wants to that's so great. 10 feet of me. Right. That's okay? good for so, you. I don't have any problem there. Look, I think, no, I'm, we're I think gonna I'm, we're going to have a nice uh, time. Um, I'm not going to bring in people who just arrived from Portugal. Right. You know, I'd like to, but right. I'm not going to do that. Right. I mean, it's. And, and well, so if everybody is sane and everybody is calm and, and protects themselves when they're in the common presence sense. of strangers, mm-hmm. I think we'll all be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, California and New York don't think so. Uh, and uh, we just found out that uh, California is going to open up the strip clubs. Churches are still gone, but strip clubs uh, you, can, uh, you, can, you can open up. So we got that going for us in California. Bill yeah. O'Reilly. The, uh, wait, wait, before we leave? Yeah. Are you, are you going to invite any of those ladies over for Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh, no, no, I no? don't. Nope. The only, <laughs> the only leg I'm going to be looking at is on the turkey uh, or my wife <laughs> or my wife. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, uh, give a quick plug for uh, the killing of Geronimo or whatever it is. Killing crazy horse. Look, <laughs> we all need to get away from this insane political stuff. Mm-hmm. This book. So you you, you, learn, rec- you recommend a book about killing Indians? You racist. Hey, listen. You will learn a tremendous amount about your country. It's all true, and it's a very entertaining read. So pick up Killing Crazy Horse. Read the reviews on Amazon.com. Ninety-four percent of the folks say it's an excellent book. Thanks for giving me that plug, Beck. I really you got appreciate it. it. Thanks, Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillO'Reilly.com. All right. We have it. We still have. I have to. I just did an interview with uh, Megan Kelly for about an hour, and it's just it's fantastic. Just fantastic. I got to get to that. Also, Dave Rubin is coming up and an argument, really an argument uh, between two friends. I know where I stand on his friendship list now uh, coming up in just a second. Uh, stand by first. Let me. Well, actually, hmm? I would like to tell you about something. Maybe I don't know. Next year's great technology for skincare. Would you oh, like to hear really? about something like that? I can't wait. What about if you could try it for free? Oh, that's not uh-huh. possible. It is for a very limited time. Yeah, well, I only really look to GenuCell for all of my <laughs> well, inc- skincare, you know, technology and that advancements. Is incredibly convenient because this Why? is don't. GenuCell. No, don't yes. get out of here. <laughs> yes, they found a way to make it even better. Wow. Yes, they did. Holy cow! <laughs> you can get <laughs> so that turkey neck. Yes, it can get. You can get rid of that. I know. We all got it going on. Let's get rid of it. Uh, you can get Jenny Silver bags and puffiness to try for a first month for free. You only pay shipping. You also get the GenuCell Retinol Ultra. It's brand new, Glenn, for 2021 and also oh, That's what I've been free. looking for. Uh, so wait a minute. But I, the, the, thought, the thing is, it's probably really expensive. And then you add shipping on top of oh, it. Oh, you could not be more wrong. Oh, really? This is, I'm embarrassed for you. For thinking that. Really? I I am actually embarrassed for you if you're thinking it's going to cost a lot. It's not going to. And here's the best part, Glenn. Yeah. If you're not completely satisfied, Uh it's 100% free. 
money back satisfaction 100 percent order one of these things mm-hmm. use it all and then say it didn't work and... <laughs> i don't know if that would no? be advisable you should probably just try it because you're going to like it for a 30 free uh, risk-free trial uh, log on to genucel.com g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com genucel.com it's g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com This is the Glenbeck program. It's Friday. Uh, Mr. Dave Rubin is coming up in uh, just a second. Also, uh, just a personal note here. Um, I mean, you know who your friends are when you're going to the airport and you say, hey, can you take me to the airport? That's a friend, right? Right. That's a friend. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When a friend said, oh, I got to go and uh, go to Georgia. <laughs> And uh, move my mom this weekend. I got to drive a U-Haul out and then drive it back. Mm-hmm. And a friend says, I'll go with you. That's a real friend, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then when that person responds, no, please don't come. Right. What, what, what do you a, take from that? What do you take from that, <laughs> Stu? Because that's just exactly what happened. <laughs> Stu came in this morning. He's like, ah, you know, the movers crapped out on us. And so I got to go get a U-Haul and bring it to my mom's and then drive it all the way back and i said oh that'd be fun i'll do that with you and he was like um <laughs> i can't think of a way to make it worse i honestly <laughs> I could not come up on the fly with a way to make it worse <laughs> that is really i mean that is i mean i thought that was a great idea and he was and he paused and i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> And he's like, no, there would be nothing that would make that. Oh, that would be well, a joy. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> you don't strike me necessarily as the guy who's going to be that helpful moving boxes. Like I feel. Oh no, I, no, no, no! I did not say that. I oh, said okay. I would drive there and back with you. I didn't say I'd lift it to you. Your mom, she could be riddled with COVID, ninety nine years old, and I'm like, hey, old lady, move that box. <laughs> I didn't say I'd move boxes. No, you didn't. You didn't. Yeah, that's didn't. true. And that's as you said, as you started the conversation, a good friend would help you move. You've specifically said you're not that person. <laughs> I'm not so, that person to help you move. No, 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 no not at all. Uh, but I'd help you on the drive back and forth. Yeah, no, because that would be it. Would be lonely. It would be hard. I am interested in this business model, though, where you sign people up to move their homes, and then two days before the closing on the on the house, you just tell them, "Ah, we're not going to make it." Like I'm, I, is that a thing that can happen? I didn't know this was like an available business model where you could just take people's money and then like two or three days before the closing, when you know another person's going to move in, you just say, "Hey, what about if all if all of your stuff stays there because we're not coming?" <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's a great <laughs> thank so you." Let for me that. ask you. Let me ask you this too. Let yes. me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a bad business model. It's right. a bad one. Okay. Yes. I'd like to know the political model uh, where a conservative commentator mm-hmm. is moving a registered voter out <laughs> of Georgia. What are you? That's a great point. What are you? Are you working for Andrew Yang? What the <laughs> hell is that? It is a question. I mean, can she? Yes. I mean, she, she could get an absentee ballot. Yes, right? she can. Now she she's cur- as long as she asked for it today. She's currently a resident. She's currently a resident. Currently a resident. I mean, if she votes before she leaves. Can Absol- she vote early in that election? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I've not know, looked into that. But I would suggest it. Now, if she moves to Texas, can she still? Yeah, absolutely. Well, she's not here officially yet. I mean, if I mean, Andrew Yang can move into the state, right, potentially she to vote. absolutely do that, Stu. And here's the good thing. <laughs> I don't know if, if it happens. Mm-hmm. She goes to prison. You don't. 
You don't have to worry about housing for your mom and, oh, she's going to be taken <laughs> care of. Yeah. Yeah. Right behind those bars. <laughs> she'll love it. She'll be safe. She'll, it, well, I mean, safe is relative, but she'll be safe there in, in prison. You got to like the open air environment of a prison. Exactly or right. those confining walls. Right. You know, right. You're just to get those bars. It's fantastic. It's very, very nice. So uh, have her get an absentee ballot. Jeez. I wonder if she's going to do that. I mean, if she now, this is the thing. If if, now I happen to know that she would be voting for uh, Republican candidates, Uh, but if she was, uh, I mean, if you have a relative in Georgia right now that happens to be a liberal, maybe you just move move them out. (laughs) Hey, come visit right now. We're going to stay for two months. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to actually go the other way (laughs) uh, because it's really against the law. Uh, You move all these Democrats that say we're moving. Andrew Yang, we're moving to Georgia just for a couple of months because, you know, they don't have any uh, rules on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Mm. They do. You're right. You can move to Georgia. uh, But if you leave right after or you are lying about anything, you have to have a Georgia driver's license. You have to show the tax that you are going to be paying in Georgia for your job. All of it. You have to show that you have a, a place that has your name on it, the lease. You screw that up. It's a federal crime. Uh, Not Free America is a new book out by Mike Donovan, a guy who's been fighting the government uh, land grab of rights for a very long time. He's got a new book out. It's called Not Free America. And in it, he points out with case after case that this isn't this didn't start with George George Floyd's murder, uh, you know, or COVID. COVID. Samuel Alito today said that uh, COVID has led to previously unimaginable uh, curbs in liberty. Oh, yeah. Previously unimaginable. I mean, we this is accelerating it for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's only going to get much worse from here. There is a solution. So he lays out the problem very clearly and then a solution. I want you to get your copy of Not Free America. Go to notfreeamerica.com. Look over the Liberty Pledge. Make sure your family is ready for this. Uh, but look in the book for the solution. It's notfreeamerica.com. We have to unite, not around unity, but liberty. Liberty. Lasting great, uh, lasting greatness will be found in liberty, not unity. It is uh, notfreeamerica.com. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America, and uh, welcome to the program. We're glad you're here. It's Friday, and Dave Rubin, the from the Rubin Report, uh, I, he was the only guy that they could have hosted because they're like, I got to get somebody named Rubin to host this damn thing. So Dave stepped in. He's also Blaze TV host, author of Don't Burn This Book, also a resident of California. Yeah, dummy. He joins us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Have you ever tried to take a baby's temperature? Yeah, uh, almost impossible. Little kid, you practically need a straitjacket and a dart gun to knock them out. Don't think 
with four kids, I haven't thought of the dart gun. Uh, Shelly Heller and April Pollock were thinking about this when they introduced Temp and Toss to the market. It's an adhesive paper thermometer that can be stuck to the forehead for hours of accurate temperature gauging. So if you're, you know, if your kid is, you know, really struggling with a fever or something, you just put this thermometer and and it just you stick it on their forehead and it is accurate and it lasts for hours and you you can just look at your baby and know exactly what temperature. Uh, then COVID came along. Now Temp and Toss is more popular than ever and has more uses than ever. It's not just moms buying it, you know, five or ten at a time. Places like the Ford Motor Company are now buying them in rolls of thousands just for their employees. We have them here. Temp and Toss, a revolutionary change to the act of temperature taking. So whether you're a business owner with hundreds or even thousands of employees or you're just trying to get the temperature of your kids, Temp and Toss. It's available at tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Tempandtoss.com slash back to work. You can get them, you know, by the roll of 5,000 or 3,000. And you can just go to the major retailers and get them for your family. It's tempandtoss.com slash back to work. Good friend, Dave Rubin, talk show host, comedian, TV personality, and author. Guy can't hold a job. Uh, uh, welcome to the program, Dave. How are you? Glenn, I just realized during that initial intro that the worst thing that people can say about me now is that I'm from California. Oh, that yeah, that yeah. has trumped all of the other bad things no, people no, no, can say about me, but this fool. For- <laughs> look at the numbers, people. <laughs> just look at the numbers. I know. Forget the homeless. Forget yeah. the drugs. <laughs> forget the liberal. Just look at the cash numbers oh, my of this gosh. idiot living there. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, not us. Conservatives can't, but... Give them time. They can come up with a lot worse to say about you than that on the left. Oh, I know uh, they can come up with a lot yeah. worse. But I realize for my new conservative I know. friends, the worst thing they can say. Well, is, it is stupid, Dave. It person, is. It is. It's not logical. It's really not logical at this point. Listen, I can tell you, as I told you privately last night, this studio and what you guys are building out here is so freaking fantastic Thank that you. that there is a chance, Beck. I'm going to just say you're there saying is there chance. is a chance. I'm saying there is a chance, I, man. I, I mean. I love this that. is incredible and Dallas really is fantastic yeah. and, and I told you we did we did look down here we decided to stay because look the simple truth is if someone like me can't live in California like if that if we're really at that point where the policies are so out of whack the taxes are so crazy yeah, the whole thing is, is so off the deep end then then what is the United States like we really you know you talk about the red blue stuff but if we're really at the point where you have to believe one set of ideas to live in one state and another set of ideas to live in another, then the union is over. And and I refuse to believe that. Dave, so, you and I, I, I think I did a podcast with you a couple of weeks ago, and, and it, there was one place in it, and I don't know if, you, if this struck you this way, there's one place in it that was really sobering and one of the most honest conversations I've had and probably shouldn't have had in a podcast <laughs> is I said to you, I never understood, and you're Jewish, I've yeah. never understood the German Jew in 1934, year yeah. before the Nuremberg Laws are passed. They're telling you what they're going to do. They're, they're making lists. They're calling you names, calling you vermin. You have no place here. And, you know, the leadership is telling you what's coming. I've never understood until recently. What are they thinking? Why didn't they get out? 
Well, first off, Glenn, uh, you should know that that clip was clipped by a lot of our left wing. Oh, you was know, it? The people that don't like us so much and spread around. See, Glenn spreading fear about Nazis and Ruben agreed with him and blah, blah, blah. That's just what they do with it, with yeah. everything we talk about. Even though the way you said it was, this is something I'm s- vaguely thinking. Yeah. And what do you think about it? And that's yeah. what we do at, for a living. We we talk these things right. out, right? And, and, the re- and, and let me set it up the yeah. same way that I did. I've never understood it until now because- I'm looking at people in power and they're saying blacklists, you won't be able to work, uh, you won't be able to bank if you believe certain yep. things. Uh, you know, you're a non-person in this this new utopia unless you agree with them. And the thing is, I keep thinking, yeah, but that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. That's what the German Jews that, were thinking. Yes, that's what everyone that ultimately pays the price in a totalitarian society thinks. You know, there's the famous story of Anne Frank, the next door neighbors, mm-hmm. who did who decided mm-hmm. to stay. And what and in effect, the wife was saying, well, we we have a nice house and this will pass and things will be OK. And that's not to say we're talking about concentration camps in months from now. But the slide that is happening, the fact that. The day after the, you know, Saturday was the day they announced, the, or the media yeah, yeah. announced that, yeah. that Biden was president-elect. The media, not, not it hasn't been mm-hmm. certified and all that stuff. But what was the immediate reaction? It was the list thing. It was. The Trump Accountability Act, which was backed by people from Pete Buttigieg's campaign. And then what did AOC do the same day? The list. These things are not nothing. And then when you couple that with big tech censorship, all of the things that we've been talking about for mm-hmm. years, that we know that certain people are literally cut off from credit card use and bank account use. These are not these are not made up things that that we're doing here, right? So when you couple all of these things, it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're going to have a certain set of people that will have yellow stars on them. But in another way, there there's a modern version of that, and and we might be facing it. But it won't purely be based on someone's religion. It will be based no, on their ideas. I mean, Google right now is working on, you know, their hate speech filters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are combining that algorithm with critical theory, critical race critical theory. Race theory yeah. So you combine that with critical race theory and uh, you, you get into all kinds of crazy stuff, but it, it will go out and search. And if it tags you as a racist, Then it goes through and it tags all of the people that have been exposed to your racist uh, virus. Mm -hmm. And so then they start to look into all of those people and you're all tagged and categorized as either a super spreader or someone who has been exposed to this racist virus. It's it's terrifying. Glenn, look. I hate to say it, but we, we were ahead of the curve on this. And then sometimes when you're ahead of the curve, you're actually behind the curve because we've been talking about, not not just us, but anyone sort of roughly in our group has been talking about this stuff for years and where Twitter was going to lead us and where these algorithms were going to lead us. And what did what did Congress do? Congress had meetings, you know, guys mm-hmm. that we like, Ted Cruz, I think did a great job, mm-hmm. you know, talking to Jack from Twitter and, and Zuckerberg from Facebook and the rest of it. But in effect, nothing happened. And, right. and without whittling this all down to the, to the libertarian debate of what do you do about breaking them up or regulation and the rest, nothing happened. Whatever power the government had was not used while it could still be used. And if, in fact, we have a Biden administration, well, then congratulations, everybody. You got big government Democrats combined with big tech, and there will be, there will be no check on that. It's not only big tech. I, I never, ever bought 
into the United Corporation of America. Mm-hmm. I've always hated that from, you know, sci-fi movie, you know, Blade Runner. Right, right. I work for the corporation. There is no government. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> However, that's what is happening. We now, you don't have any constitutional protection of rights because the companies can do it. I right, mean, right. Ticketmaster just came out and said, you're going to have to show proof of your vaccine to be able to buy a ticket and go to a concert. Well, think about it this way. What, which would be easier for the government to take you out or for big tech to take you out? So if the government wanted to take you out, so in effect, could the government come and arrest you, of course, or, or drone strike you, of sure. course? That, yeah. that seems pretty unrealistic Correct. for right now. Mm-hmm. What is realistic that potentially if you get put on one of these lists and you know they say, okay, well, this guy was against critical race theory and he's a racist and he's a Trump supporter and da-da-da-da-do, that they could say, all right, well, you can't have a Google account anymore, meaning you can't have Gmail, you can't mm-hmm. have access to their the suite of mm-hmm. products that they have. Then Twitter says you can't communicate on our platform. Then a bank says you can't bank with us. Well, in effect- That's already happening. It's, it's a, yeah, it's already happening and that is a digital assassination. And by the way, that is why some wise people- have been trying to build some other products to, to, you know, alleviate some of that stuff. But there's no perfect system because the the size and amount of information and control and infrastructure that Google has is unimaginable. And this is one, you know, I, I'm as with this is the, without AI. This is without. Well, we don't Google's even know. We, we we don't even know where the AI situation is at. This oh, point, I think you know? they're I think they're closer than we think. Um, you know, with machine learning, and when that happens. There's just no escape. And then then throw in deep fakes. I'm sure you've seen some of these oh, videos yeah, yeah. where they've got Obama talking and it, and he's repeating what Trump says, but it looks exactly like yeah. Obama. I mean, the level, if, if we think that the fake news thing and the confusion that people have right now, the thing is that, you know, if you think back to, to February before the lockdown, doesn't that feel like the good old days, like, like the old world already? Uh-huh. It was eight months ago. Think how different we are right now, the world that we all live in, that we exist in, the information bubble that we're bouncing around in. It's so profoundly different from eight months ago that try to imagine what it will be like in eight months from now. You know, I read something. Two weeks. Remember two weeks for the the flat and the curve. I read something interesting. It was either in Isaiah or uh, Book of Revelation, and it was talking about, you know, the end of days. And it said uh, that um, time and history will be changed. And I thought, how do you change time? Oh my gosh, eight months seems like five years ago. I mean, it is. Our history is being changed, and time itself is changing. It, you have no sense of of time. You have no sense of time, and we know that this is affecting people in crazy ways with rises in alcoholism and suicide and a whole series of other things. This trip for me, now here in November, is I used to travel like you, I was traveling like time. eight times a month. I was yeah. in virtually every state for the last five years all the time. This is my first time out of L.A. since February. You showed me pictures of Santa Monica. Noon. Yeah. Noon. What, two days ago? Two days ago. Two Santa days ago. Monica Pier. This is one of the most famous streets it's, it's, in all of Los Angeles. It's packed like Disneyland is packed all yeah. the time. Okay, It's always packed. Every single store was boarded up 
There was no, I mean, it was, it, it was like a legend. It's like watching it was the I Omega Man. Yeah. yeah. If a lion had walked by, right. I would have thought, well, that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. The, the nature is taking over again. Yeah, it's crazy. I had to go to the Apple store. I walked into the Apple store. It's an, it's empty, but it was, I think it was literally the only store open that I walked by. Everything else boarded up. I said to the girl, what is going on here? I said, is this because of the election or because of stuff before or the pandemic? She said, this is World War Three. That's what the Apple employee said to me. So listen to this. Um, you follow finance in the world of money oh, yeah. and things. Um, Dr. Uh, Osterholm, he's the he's one of the covid guys. Uh, he's now going and joining the Biden covid team. And they were talking about uh, he was with uh, Yahoo Finance and they were talking about the impact on the economy. Listen to this. He just said this. When you look at the personal savings rate in this country. It's now gone from 8% to over 22%. So we have a big pool of money out there that we could borrow. The historic low interest rates from the federal government, we could pay for a package right now to cover all of the wages, lost wages for individual workers, and for our losses to small companies, to medium-sized companies, for city, states, county governments. We could do all of that. So what they're, what they're banking, what he's saying is... We'll go to the bank and say, put all of everyone's savings and we'll use that as our goal, our right. gold. Yeah. The United States government is using is suggesting they will use our savings as the gold to back the dollar to get more loans. Jeez, I mean, there's a couple of fascinating huh. things by that. So first off, as if they have a right to do that. Right. I guess, you know, we've sort of let the ship sail on right. that sort of thing. Um but also, well, that is sort of interesting that they're saying that our savings, the average person's savings has gone up in the midst I, of I all of this. I don't think that's right. That, that seems very bizarre to me right. and counter to almost I everything that, else we're hearing. I think they're probably basing that on what the banks have in storage. You know what I mean? What they right, have. Not what the average right, person. Because they've been getting all these <clears throat> bailouts. The average person isn't doesn't isn't flush with cash. Yeah. Uh, it, it's the banks that are flush with cash. So Man, we, we, we have work to do. Don't oh, we? my gosh, we do. Um, I, you know, you were very optimistic uh, last night. And I, yeah. I want people to, to hear your point of view on the election and the recount and how that's going to work out. We'll do that with Dave Rubin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. It's real estate agents. I trust. Let's say you're just dumb as a box of rocks and you you just bought a new house in california <laughs> and uh and then you're like hey that wasn't a smart idea maybe i should move well i can help you with a real estate agent real estate agents i trust.com these are the people that share our values that have the best records uh of all of the real estate agents in your area wherever that might be maybe you know, just on the other side of the hills from the beach, uh, and uh, and they'll help you sell that. Then you say, I'm moving to Dallas, but I don't know a real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com, Dave. Do it right now and find the right real estate agent for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Friday and Dave Rubin joins us. Uh, so, Dave, you are really optimistic about 
Donald Trump's victory. Now, Glenn, we should color this by saying we were out to dinner last night. Okay. You don't drink, I do. Yeah, so okay, was, all right. Uh, there okay. was an asymmetry. I wasn't going to say there, it. There was an asymmetry of the conversation, <laughs> so let's just put that out there. I first. mean, but it wasn't like, and then they tell you another thing. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was a very uh, right. respectable red. Yes. Um, <laughs> I would say, well, look, optimistic. I would say I always describe myself as a world-weary optimist. That guy's like us. Yeah. All of us. It's like we couldn't do what we do if we weren't optimists at some level because you'd go crazy. Yeah, you, you would have. You couldn't say, "I want to fix the world. I want to tell people what I think." If you didn't think it could do anything, you you'd, no, you'd, you'd literally you'd kill end up yourself. in a mental institution. I, you, you or you'd kill yourself. Yeah, right? you would. So I always consider myself a world weary optimist. Which really, by or that, you'd I, work by at that, CNN. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Or you end up at <laughs> CNN and you end up looking like Jake Tapper, who yeah. looks like he's going to kill himself right. every day. Um, Boy, he does look bad lately, doesn't he? Well, because he knows he's peddling nonsense constantly, and and he does have a flicker still of self-awareness you know when i was on the plane here swear to god when i was on the plane i sat down the guy that was sitting next to me said oh dave rubin how you doing we started chatting a little bit he said dave what happened to jake tapper and i people say that to me often mm-hmm. i've never met jake and i would love mm-hmm. to have him on my show and i've invited him a million times mm-hmm. but what they're saying is oh he's the last you know it's like the ship sailed with Acosta and oh, stelter yeah, yeah. and the rest of them it's like there's no point in talking about them but but tapper it's like there, there well, Tapper, was something there. I always thought Tapper was fair yeah. with uh, under Obama. Yeah. And he's a Democrat. In fact, he's, I think, a very liberal Democrat. But he was fair under Obama-ish. M- more fair than anybody he was else. Yeah. The only people who, in would the mainstream media who would ask Obama a tough question yeah. or anything. Well, look, he, he was, a, was, was he chief White House correspondent for ABC? I or think he, he was. was. Yeah, I, I think mean, he was. He was, he was up there at ABC. And, and yeah. then I think you go into the CNN pool and that ecosystem just it does what it does to all of these people you can look at you know don lemon from eight years ago is not the don lemon from now Mm-mm. stelter even all of these guys um but to get to your question about yeah. the, the optimism what i believe is that trump in the last four years and and even before that because it was before he was president at almost every turn has got the media to expose themselves as what they are he has gotten almost all of his, his opponents to expose themselves for what they are. He's gotten people to chase crazy conspiracy theories and say things that a week later they find out are untrue. He's gotten smart people to be screaming about Russia and now saying nothing about potential errors or violations in voting. So he's played this game so well that the reason I I see some possible chance here is that it seems odd to me that the guy who got everything right pulled the mask off all of these people for four years only to get to the end of the game, the big boss, if we're in a video mm-hmm, game, right? He mm-hmm. got to the end of the movie and he didn't have a weapon in his pocket. He didn't have something. Now, maybe that is possible and maybe he was doing so much of this on the fly that he didn't prepare. I, I personally I, it seems think, to me that something's got to be there. I personally think that if that does indeed happen, uh, that he's got nothing, it's because he was so busy with such a small group that he trusted yeah. that he was fighting the fire right in front of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when it came to the election, he wasn't he he wasn't worried about that. And I don't think he had any advisors that had the time to look at the bigger picture. I, I, I know I well, talked to the White House before they were not prepared at all. They weren't looking ahead at all for a for a fight and a battle. They just didn't see it. Well, look, you, you obviously you might be right. And I think what 
what potentially would give a little more air to what you're saying is that he he's a numbers guy, meaning he loves ratings. He loves yeah, people yeah. showing up at things. So it is possible that in his mind, in that last week, where he did five rallies a day in all of these states, and there's hundred, there's thousands and thousands of people. Biden's doing literally no rallies. Obama is, is speaking in front of two cars. That maybe in his mind he thought we, we're going to win this by such a margin, and there's so much energy behind this that whatever they do couldn't couldn't screw it up. But but somehow to me the idea that Joe Biden, who did not campaign, who we all know has cognitive problems, who's not going to be in charge, and all of those things, you're telling me. He got something like 15 million more votes than Barack Obama. Yeah, that is a hard one to I swallow. Mean, something, something ain't right here. Something ain't right here. All right, back with Dave Rubin in uh, just a second. And don't forget, you can find the Rubin Report wherever you get your podcasts and also on YouTube and here at Blaze TV. Uh, he's uh, with us at Blaze TV, and we are thrilled to be partners with him. Back in a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you've been living with pain, you desperately want to get your life back. I'm guessing. Uh, I'm here to tell you that I not only understand firsthand what it's like, but I also have found a way that I got my life back, and I'd like you to try it. My, I've told you now for a long time, I had pain for about 10 years. It was so bad. I just I couldn't do it. Three years ago, I was like, I'm done. I couldn't, I couldn't write with my hands anymore. I couldn't paint, and that is my one escape is to paint. And couldn't do it. My wife said, please, just try this. And I'm like, it's the stuff advertised on radio and TV. I mean, I've gone to the Mayo Clinic for the love of Pete. This isn't going to work. And she said, I'm not going to listen to you whine if you don't try everything. And I did. And it has been phenomenal. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So order the three-week quick start and see if it works for you. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. It's ReliefFactor.com. Back with more from Dave Rubin in a minute. Get Glenn Beck, Dave Rubin, and more at blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 30 bucks off your subscription. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're, we're glad you're here. Um, Fredo was freaking out last night on, uh, on CNN. Um, you know, he's, he's, he wants his... Thank you for the... The Cuomo family music, but uh, Fre- Fredo was freaking out last night uh, because Donald Trump is just doing all these all these crazy things. It's unconstitutional. No, it's not. Asking for a fair and accurate count is not unconstitutional. In fact, there couldn't be anything more constitutional <laughs> than that. Um, but he was saying anybody who is saying that, that's supporting him now on Twitter uh you are you know anybody who's disputing the election you are disrupting this democracy and there needs to be a list of all of those people i'm confused did did we have a list no we, no. we didn't have a list did we or maybe no. i just wasn't told about the mm-hmm. list I, sometime i'm left off these emails but why didn't we have a list why didn't we try well, to we were destroy... too busy uh, burning cities down i think right, that's right what we no way burning yeah. no way that was them too oh that oh, was them, them too. yeah hold they on, can hold on they can chew gum and walk or in this case they can make lists <laughs> and burn cities <laughs> and, down at the same time wow 
the the level of hypocrisy with these people is insane. So, Dave, you used you, I mean, I don't yeah. say this as a slam, <laughs> and I hate to bring this up. <laughs> All right, let's go. No, but but you were with these people yeah. for a long time. So, what I'm asking you is, why aren't there more people like you? Well, why I think there, there are people that are like going, oh, "Okay, this is nuts." Well, A, I think there are, which is why Trump got 10 million more votes this time than last time. So putting aside what the ultimate outcome will be, the fact that despite everything trying to destroy this guy, the entire freaking system trying to take this guy out for four years, he got 10 million more votes. So I do think there are more people like me. You know, there's this walk away movement Mm -hmm. and just the amount of people that everywhere I go and the amount of emails that I get of people that said, Dave. I was a lefty. I mean, that the irony is, you know, people will say, oh, Dave, your, your audience is so right now or so conservative or something like that, which I, I don't mind. But most of my audience is the disaffected lefty. It's the lefty who just said something went wrong here. It's the lefty that and I hate to use the word lefty. It, it's the the lefty that actually I can live next door to yeah. and have a great time because we agree on the principles of the Bill of Rights. Well, all you're asking, actually, Glenn, if you really want to whittle this is whittle it down, is you just want the lefty next door to not think you're a Nazi. That's how stupid this has gotten, that they have tricked everybody into thinking that their their political opponents are Nazis. At that point, there is no reason to give them quarter because or grant them anything decent Mm -hmm. or say hello to them on the street or anything else, because then you will be an accomplice in that system. And that is what they're doing. So, so that really is what it's about at this point. They have said half the people in America are evil. We don't sit here doing that. Yes. Can we joke? Look, can we make jokes about Antifa, which is actually a terrorist organization? I believe a domestic terrorist organization and the bad ideas of AOC and Ilhan Omar and the Mm -hmm. rest of it. Yeah. But we're not sitting here telling you that the 75 million people that supposedly voted for Biden are evil. I think they've got a lot of the wrong ideas, but in many ways I sympathize with it because a, I was one of them, but also you can't blame them in a lot of cases because this is what they're being fed. And it's harder work to, to put in the, the, the work basically to, to think it's also hard to do what you and I both to some degree, you more than me did in our lives. We we stopped our life and we went, wait, I'm not sure the things I believe in are true. Yeah. And I want to turn over every stone and see what I actually believe. That's really hard and scary for people. That's very frightening because you're afraid. That's everything I believe. So am I going to lose my friends? I mean, yes, because when it happened for me, this is before all this stuff. I did lose friends. I had to lose friends because I believe different things uh and now it's even more dangerous so you know how we're getting this meme now of uh you know reconciliation and we should come together and all that so you'll love the story so i have a friend who i've known literally my my whole life since you know three years old or something and we have gone our different ways politically but we've always remained friends over the years about two years ago as i was really sort of shifting more right or whatever you want to call it at this point we, we went out for dinner in New York City. We, we met at a bar first and we got there and he immediately just started going after me over politics, just going at me, going mm. at me, going at me. You know, I'm a, I'm a sellout and I'm hanging out. With, I mean, I think he literally mentioned your name like, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> Shapiro and Beck and the rest of them, you yeah. know, all this stuff. And uh, and he just kept going. And, and I he had just had a third kid. And I said, you know, let's talk about the kids. Like, we don't have to talk about politics. It's all good. We don't have to agree on this stuff. The same stuff that I would do with anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And he just couldn't stop. And finally I said to him, do you think it's possible that I believe what I believe as much as you believe what you believe? And without hesitating, he said no. It didn't even register one split second of, of introspection. And so, then, wait, so he just thought you just sold your me, meaning soul that, for that a the buddy? Only, or? Yeah, that in essence, the only reason I could possibly do any of this stuff and talk about these things is because I'm either a sellout or, you know, so, something like that, that he couldn't even, you know, this is, a, this is a lifelong friend. This isn't someone I met two years ago. So you know where I come from. You know my parents. You know my family, all of that stuff. But imagine saying that. Do you think it's possible that I believe what I believe as much as you believe what you believe? And to not even pause. Imagine if someone said that to you. That, that's a pretty powerful thing mm-hmm. to have said to you. To not even pause for a moment and, and really ponder the question. Is it possible that, that the motivations here you heard are not from evil? Him since? Well, that's where the story goes, <laughs> which is, so then basically I've never done this before. The conversation continued to get really heated after that. And I've never done this before. And I pray I never have to do it again. I threw a bunch of cash on the bar and I left. We did see each other once after that. It was a little dicey, but then, and and this is the interesting part, on Saturday night when they called the election for for Biden, the media again calls the election for Biden, I get a text message from him, no no text in it, just a picture of us at my brother's wedding. Hmm. No text. And I thought, this is what the fake reconciliation is. Uh You finally got, after four years, you think that the evil thing is out and you're back in power, so now the friendship can resume. You know what I mean? Like he's mm. sending me a picture of us Jeez. now where if if Trump had won, that picture doesn't come. There, there's no, you know what I mean? So it's like when they're telling you reconciliation, what they're saying is, ah, we got what we want and now you will be our pets again. And I say, this is very depressing for me to talk about because this this was a lifelong good friend. But that that mind virus that now... Now it's okay, everybody. I mean, that's what the media is pushing on us. Guys, the hate's over now. We're, yeah. we're, we're good. As long as you, because they're, they're not saying, what they're saying, I, I find this amazing, is they have to reconcile, reconcile with these 70 million people. Otherwise, they'll do it again. Yeah. So wait a minute. Do what? Dude. <laughs> Vote for what we believe in? Yeah. Stand firmly where we think is right? Disagree with you on the Constitution? Do what? Vote for a guy that didn't get us into more wars, that started bringing peace to the Middle East, that wants to even now, potentially in his last days, finish off getting out of Afghanistan, got rid of all this regulation, allowed the states to manage some of the COVID stuff, which regardless of the results was the right way to do it. I mean, what what are they... Act- the thing is, they in many ways are everything that they purport Trump to be. So even to just everything. to go just to go to where we started the conversation, just this morning I saw the clip, uh, Christine, uh, what's her name? Christiane Amanpour on CNN. Did you see this? Did you see this this yeah. morning? Yeah. She Hang put, on, we have yeah. it. Can we play that, yeah. please? It's horrific. You don't you don't have it? Christiane Amanpour? Okay. Go ahead and say. In, in essence, she showed video of, because I believe, is it today that's the anniversary of Kristallnacht, which was the, the day in Germany that they started destroying all the Jewish stores and everything and burning down and burning the books. There's a lot of famous video of this. And in essence, she plays video for about 30 seconds of it, which is horrific video. You know, you see stores being destroyed and books Correct. being burned and the whole thing. And then she, she then what does she do? And so now we're getting Trump. we're getting out of four years of pretty much the same thing with Donald uh, Trump. There was there were no Donald Trump supporters that were breaking windows and setting things on fire. Zero. You're not going to believe this. I was at a Trump rally in Beverly Hills. You've been to Rodeo Drive, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. fanciest Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. The rally, which was on Santa Monica Drive, thousands of people, 
American flags, all sorts of people there. You know, they had, yeah, they yeah. had Christians for Trump and Jews for Trump and Muslims for Trump. And they were gay people and black people and blah, blah, blah. Well, they walked down Rodeo Drive. You're not going to believe this. Nobody broke into uh, Manolo Blahnik. Nobody, nobody broke into the, yeah, the Gucci they, store. I'll bet you their sales went up. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you a lot of those guys were like, okay, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go back and. I'm going to get that for my wife. I'm going to pick uh, up that, fa- that up fancy that. purse. I saw it as we were walking by. It looked nice. Yeah. It's it's incredible yeah. how we are being told the exact opposite. And uh, that never leads to anybody in any place good. Look, this is this is gaslighting of the highest order. We're, we're being fed nonsense so that it's the reverse of what we see in front of our eyes. What could a friend have said to you if you were still there today? If you were yeah. one of your friends? Yeah. Um, what could a friend say to you to open up an honest dialogue if they suspect that you might be going, gosh, I don't, I, this is bothering me. Some of this crazy stuff. You know, I get this question a lot, usually from college kids because they're dealing with this on the yeah. front. They're really on the front lines of this. Cause you know, they're, they're at a place of supposed higher learning and their friends are starting to figure out what they think and they're starting to figure it out. So you see this at colleges, you know, one one simple version is if if you have a friend that's in the midst of this thing, you know, you could try. You can't. You can't. Usually, you can't say to them, "Well, read on liberty." <laughs> you know, yeah, read, yeah, yeah. read common sense. You know, read right. read Glenn's book on socialism. Like, you can't really do that because they they just won't. You know, you can try to feed them a like. Can you take three minutes to watch this PragerU video? Like that. That's kind of good. But but if you need something just in the immediacy of the conversation, I think what you can say is, "Well, if you're worried about." policies let's say that have that have harmed the black community let's say i I believe that there are policies that do that well who who put these policies in if you if you're telling me Mm -hmm. that the black community is suffering and can't get out of a cycle of poverty Mm -hmm. and all of these things well do you think affirmative action the democratic policies of keeping people on the state dole have helped and and you got to show them and they usually won't have evidence and then they'll get very angry i mean it becomes this game that we've all played Mm -hmm. but if you say to them well wait a minute We've we've given people affordable housing. We've we've helped people, you know, to where in effect then just get stuck in a cycle, and and this is this is something that is real. It is not fake. My sister, who now left New York City because of COVID and it's become a ghost town, she lives in a building that was half rent controlled and half market value. So my sister's in an apartment with a tiny apartment with her two kids and her husband paying an extraordinary amount of money where she could have <laughs> she could have half a Dallas right to live in New York City. But then half the building is people that have generationally lived there because it's rent controlled. And Mm -hmm. if you can pay $400 a month to live in a beautiful high rise in New York City, why would you get off the government all? This this has nothing to do with skin color. Right. This has to do with just the basic human. You don't give it up. You you don't give it up. And then you go, well, all right, so I'm not going to try for that better job because the problem is if I get that better job. I'm going to lose this great house. And then I got to move you know, miles out of New York city or whatever it might be. So it's the policies, but, but this is one of the things I see in California all the time. Everyone in California complains about the policies. The schools suck, the roads suck, there's homelessness everywhere, but, but they, for some reason, they cannot jump that synapse. They cannot connect that with, Oh, you know, we've been voting in Democrats. That's what scares me about Texas. All these people are coming and they haven't connected the dots. You needed to talk to Abbott about a a declaration that people would have had to sign on the way. I talked to Perry. (laughs) I did. I talked to Perry. I said, you need to go in and you need to give a speech to all these new CEOs and, uh, and tell them, look, you need to tell your people why you, why you're moving here. 
because you can't get done whatever state you're coming from. You can't get done. I gave a speech to about 100 new CEOs that had moved from California here to Dallas. And I asked them, how many have moved here because of regulation relief? They all raised their hands. How many of you now have said to your employees that none of them raised their hand? I said, you're going to get the same regulation because they will continue to vote those things. in. You know what it is? It's also partly just cowardice. It's not like they under they're leaving because they see their business is crumbling. But then they move here. And then it's not that they don't know that the policies are bad, but they're still stuck in the in the lefty mindset of cowardice of, oh, if I say something now, even though I'm here in Texas, which is far freer and far more okay, that they still think they will be crushed. And in a weird way, they're right because they're importing the other people Mm -hmm. who will crush them. Mm -hmm. Dave Rubin, thank you so much. Uh, My pleasure, my friend. You can find that online. Uh, You can also find it on Blaze TV. Dave Rubin. Now, it's weekend. looks like it's going to be another beautiful weekend, at least here in Texas. Nice couple of days at home with the family. Days where you don't have to maybe come into work. It's a great weekend. I mean, unless you live in someplace crazy like, I don't know, New York or Minnesota. Uh, you can go grill out and uh, and the grill that you want to use and can use year round is a rec tech winter, spring, summer and fall. And you can use it while you're living in some godforsaken tundra like Albany. Uh, I mean, holy cow, Chicago. You can control everything with their smart grill technology. From start to finish, with an app on your phone or a device, you can be at church, you can be you know, out in the car, and you can start that baby up and have it ready to go. It's cooking long before you even get home. The things that come off the Rectech, it is so yummy. Just a, we, a couple of days ago, we made chicken, smoked chicken, on, and it just fell off the bone. It is so good. You can make pizza on this. Rectech. Check them out online. Follow them on social media. Sign up for their newsletter. You get all kinds of recipes and everything else. It's really, it's a community. Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. That's Rectech.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me take uh, Diane in Ohio real quick. Hi, Diane. Hi, Glenn. Uh, my question is, I'm wondering if uh, with Ticketmaster and airline travel mm-hmm. all being uh, questioned whether it, you can do that if you don't have a pass or a proof of vaccine, uh-huh. uh, could they possibly use the argument that when kids are uh, getting ready to go to school, they're required to have the MMR and DPT and oh, yeah. tetanus and that type of thing? What is what what is your thoughts on that? Could they possibly put that right in that category of required? Oh, I think uh, if I think if you don't have uh, some sort of real presence on school boards, you are going to absolutely have that and you will have to vaccinate your kids uh, because they will say it. And my response would be uh, kids don't generally get it. If they do, they're fine. Uh, get the teachers vaccinated. If the teachers are vaccinated, going to be okay. Uh, worry about the parents, not the kids. Worry about the adults, not the kids. Um, but you're going to have to have a real presence on your school board to make sure that that doesn't happen because these mandates are coming. Secretary of Education, the two nominees are both former and present presidents of the teachers union. So all the craziness is coming from the top now.